are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So see, we're talking about the power of positive faith. This little widow woman in the 18th chapter of Luke has no ability within herself to enforce this thing, but she comes with a positiveness of faith. Avenge me, my adversary. And he would not for a time, but afterwards he said within himself, though I fear not God nor regard man, yet this widow. You mean to tell me he doesn't even fear God, but he's afraid of this widow woman? Why is he afraid of the widow woman? It was the faith in her voice. With that little bony finger at him said, Avenge me! She didn't request it, she demanded it. This widow woman is a type of the believer in Christ Jesus that demands things of the devil. And though he would not, he will, because he said, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. Notice, he's only troubled now. He's not weary. If she keeps coming, he'll be weary. He was not weary. He was only troubled. So she hadn't come but once. But he kept hearing what she said. He couldn't sleep. He couldn't rest. He could hear that faith demand, avenge me my adversary. And Jesus said, hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his elect? Yes, he will avenge them speedily, thank God. This little widow woman is representative of a born-again believer making demands on the devil. You can demand your rights under the new covenant. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. But if you don't make a demand... Now, see, sometimes people misunderstand us when we start talking about demanding certain things. They think we're talking about demanding it of God. No, I'm demanding it of the devil. I demand him to get his hands off of my money and my property. He has no right. I'm redeemed from the curse. And he's full under it. (laughs) So we're not demanding this of God. We're demanding it of the devil. And Jesus said, God will avenge them speedily. And he said, when the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith on the earth? This kind of faith. That even though you face a situation where they do not fear God nor regard man, that you can demand and get it done because of the positive faith and the authority of faith. Brother, I tell you, there's some authority in that voice of that widow woman that Jesus was talking about. I mean, if you went down and brought a new washing machine and you plugged it up, you know, and started to wash your clothes and it quit right in the middle of it. Would you go down there to the guy and say, now, you know, I don't want to put you out. I don't want to be much trouble. But if you could find your way, maybe sometime this week, come and see if you can find out what's wrong with this washer. You think he'd be right down there? No, if somebody else come in and said, boy, now I'll tell you what, if you don't get down there and fix my washer, you're going to give me the reason why. Because I bought that thing and I want it fixed. Which one do you think he'll go to first? What is it they say? The squeaky wheel gets the grease? Brother, listen, this man that feared not God and regarded man, a widow woman had him shook up. Brother, he couldn't have no rest. And you know, it's been taught that she just kept coming to him, just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. No, if you study that in the context of it, it didn't seem to me like he did. 
because he said he was troubled. And he said, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. So if she'd been continually coming, he would have been weary. But he wasn't weary, he was only troubled. So she hadn't been there but once. But brother, when she left, the echoes were still ringing in his ears for three days. I tell you, when you serve notice on the devil, let that kind of authority be in it. But you see, if you don't know what the word said about it, you're going to say, I resist you, devil, in Jesus' name. Then you kind of back off and hope he doesn't hit you with a stick or something. But brother, if you know what the word of God says, submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Just one time that the devil doesn't flee from you when you resisted him the way the Word of God said to resist him, and brother, he is in trouble. Now, it may not look like it worked. It may not look like that he fled, but the Word of God said it did. The results of what he did may linger a while, but brother, he has to flee. He has no choice. God's Word is out. Either he's going to do it or God's Word is a lie. Now, that's the difference in power of positive faith is that you know that you know that you know and God's honor is at stake, brother. The Bible says God's not a man that he should lie. And he didn't lie. But did we believe it? Now, in the fifth chapter of Mark, we find Jairus, in the 22nd verse, came to Jesus and said, My little daughter is at home. She's at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her and she may be healed and she shall live. Jesus just turned and started walking away from the whole crowd, going with Jairus to heal his little daughter. See, he had faith in the laying on of hands. Just lay your hands on her. She'll be healed and she shall live. Now on the way down there, the little woman with the issue of blood slips up behind Jesus because she said, boy, she had a positive faith. She was positive about this. She'd heard about Jesus. She said, if I touch but the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Twelve years she tried everything she knew to do, but nothing worked. In fact, she got worse. But now she's heard about Jesus. And she slips up behind Jesus, touches the hem of his garment. The power of God flows out of him and heals her. And Jesus turned around and said, who touched my clothes? The disciples, I can just see them laughing at him. <laughs> you want to know who touched your clothes? Man, there's thousands of people thronging you. Some of them touched him just to see if any sparks would fly. Just see what had happened. None of them got healed. But here's a little woman that came up because she said, when I touch his clothes... She had released her faith in her words and she had acted on her words and she did. And somebody said, Jesus healed the woman, but he didn't because he turned to her and said, daughter, your faith made you whole. It was her faith that caused the power of God to flow out of him. Now, certainly the power was resident in Jesus because he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power. But you see, it wasn't what he did that caused her to be healed. It was what she did and what she believed. Do you see the situation in the body of Christ now? We're always wanting Jesus to do something. This woman didn't want Jesus to do anything other than just keep going on. She didn't want him to know she's out there in her condition because Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue that's with Jesus, is the very man that can have her stoned to death for doing what she's doing. Under the old law, she could be stoned with the issue of blood and out in public. Brother, she thought, I'll just slip up and get my healing and go home. Nobody will ever know the difference. But then they had a testimony service, and she had to testify. <laughs> and all the time, here's Jairus standing there. 
Boy, he was positive about his faith, wasn't he? Come lay your hands on my daughter and she'll be healed and she shall live. But now circumstances changed. They done had an hour's testimony service. See, it is at least an hour because it says she told them all the truth. Now for 12 years, she told them everything that happened in those 12 years. It might have been three hours. And here's Jairus still standing here. And brother, I mean to tell you, Faith is not as high now as it was when he said that. And then here comes a runner. Said, so didn't that look like that fellow from our church? Boy, he's got a frown on his face. I don't believe it's good news. And he says, Jairus, don't trouble the master any longer. Your daughter is already dead. And as soon as he had spoken, Jesus turned to Jairus and said, Fear not, only believe. Don't let fear come, Jairus. Don't do anything, Jairus. Bridle your tongue, boy. Because if you open your mouth, you're going to get in strife. Jesus, if you hadn't stopped and healed this Baptist lady, you'd have got there in time to heal my daughter. And they'd have had a funeral the next day. But Jesus said, Jairus, fear not, only believe. Believe what? Believe what he said back there when faith was high. He was positive about it. He didn't say if you come lay your hands on her, there's a 40, 60 chance that she'll be healed. No, he said lay your hands on her and she'll be healed and live. Now what's changed? Word of God hasn't changed, has it? Circumstances changed. Now the experience tells you it's too late. But Jesus said, fear not, only believe. In other words, Jairus, this is not the time to start making faith confessions. There's people that make faith confessions out of fear. See, they made a great faith confession and believed God back there when faith was high, but when circumstances change then, they start trying to make faith confessions and they make them out of fear. And they undo what they had already done. And so Jairus just did what Jesus said. He didn't open his mouth. And they went on to Jairus' house, and you know the story. Jesus raised his daughter from the dead. When he laid hands on her and said unto her, Arise, she got up. Jairus got exactly what he said. Why? Because of the positiveness of his faith. Now you see, if Jairus didn't have something to do with that, why did Jesus tell him, Fear not, only believe? You've got to support God and the Holy Spirit in the things that the Word of God says. So if Jairus had have lost his faith because the circumstances changed, then they'd have had a funeral. Now, Jesus is not telling you that as a principle that this is the way you're going to get everybody raised from the dead. That's not the idea here. The idea here is to get over to you how that the power of positive faith can bring the manifestation of things when circumstances says it's impossible, can't be done. But sometimes... Our corresponding action to what we believe is to keep our mouth shut and don't say anything else. Don't do anything else, but just believe what we established based on the authority of the Word of God and you'll see God come through. Can you say amen? God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been with us all this week. We've talked about the power of positive faith. In fact, we've been on it two weeks now. Let me remind you that our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7242. 
Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. It's entitled The Power of Positive Faith. You release the power of positive faith by speaking words of faith. See, if the Word abides in you, faith is there. Somebody said, well, you know, I just don't have enough faith. That means you don't have enough Word. Because faith is resident in the Word of God. The power of that positive faith is resident in you if the Word abides in you. Jesus said it this way, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will, say what you will, pray what you will, and it shall be done. You understand that is power of positive faith. If the Word abides in you, that means you don't cast out the Word in favor of some experience. I've heard people say, well, yes, I know the Bible says, give and it'll be given unto you. But when I gave, my car broke down. I had to buy a new transmission or I had to replace the battery. Well, that might have been what happened to you, but it was not what the Word said. Satan comes to steal the Word of God. And if you will get off the Word because of the interference of the enemy, then you will end up in a bad situation because you're going to cast out the Word in favor of the experience. No, stay with the Word of God. Jesus said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain of adversity, Be thou removed, be cast in the sea, shall not die in his heart, but believe what he is saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, he didn't have what he said when he said to the mountain, because the mountain was still there, the very fact that he talked to it. But you shall have. It's the power of positive faith that can change the mountain of adversity before you. That's offer number 7242, the power of positive faith, for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, one 396 9400 Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.